gonna be another good episode today. It's cold outside, but we hot. Bro. Got the hot topics. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> got the hot topics. Mm, <laughs> we ain't talking about no clothes, baby. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 129 of the Super Weapon Podcast, the most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy, Darius the Artist, and as always, I got my co-host, DC, here with me today. What up, though, world? We here, and I got a lot of energy today. I am hyper, bro. It's going to be a good episode. I am very, very hyper, and yeah, that's where I'm at with it today, man, because we got... We got some fun topics, man. Yeah, we got some fun and interesting... I, not really necessarily game related like yeah we know call of duty came out we're gonna do an episode on it um that's not gonna be today we, we we're gonna <laughs> let it stew we're yeah, gonna let it um, stew because it has it's been real buggy like yeah any, i was gonna say i'm not i'm not really personally in a rush to play it myself i've been watching a lot of streams i think the game looks great i do plan to buy it but i'm gonna wait it looked like the guns feel really good mm-hmm. is it weird that i can notice that like just by watching people play no, the gunplay definitely looks good, man. It, it definitely reminds me a lot of of an Infinity Ward shooter. Like, each developer has their own kind of, like, feel with, with gameplay. And a lot of people love Infinity Ward and, you know, hold them in very high regard. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for it, but it's yeah. not what we're here to talk about today, man. We got yeah, some... Um, stew a little bit. And, yeah, we got we'll, some, we'll some interesting stuff today, man. Um, got some more, more Phil Spencer in the news. Um specifically talking about a few things that i think kind of ruffled a few feathers got some people riled up a little bit um but i always think conversation is good to be had especially when it comes to the future of the business that we um the business of games and in tech um so he was he was at the washington uh the wsj's uh, live tech conference which is essentially like your bleeding edge mm. uh big tech company conference where they come to talk about what they think the future of tech and consumerism and a lot of those things um so he did a couple of interviews and i really wanted to kind of bring this up because i know we've kind of talked a lot about call of duty and activision acquire uh, you know them trying to acquire those companies and dealing with like the backlash from like playstation and you know all of all of that hot news but I, I really wanted to bring this up because you know like we've talked about before you know microsoft has gone on record to say that they look at companies like apple and google as their biggest competition when it comes to the future of gaming um and we don't talk a lot about mobile gaming on here but i think it's pretty fair to say that that's majority of gamers nowadays or i would say a good portion at least are mobile gamers um do you play? Do you still play mobile games? I don't really play a lot myself, but I know there are like you know with with how advanced phones and stuff have gotten, you know, there's definitely a market there. I mean, you got Call of Duty on there, you got Apex Legends on mobile. Um, are you are you do? Would you consider yourself like a mobile gamer, man? Mm, I think what I'm in, I wouldn't. You know what? No, I'm gonna say for the most part, no. But I do have like games on my phone. And if I'm just if I'm in a situation where I have to wait, I'll use my phone. Yeah. Like, but I wouldn't consider that because that's far, like few far in between. But I do like if I'm at the grocery store sitting waiting in a line, I'll like pull out my phone to kind of kill time. Or if I'm at like the doctor's office or something like that, if I'm just waiting around. But I wouldn't consider that like a mobile gamer. Yeah. You know, to me the definition is a little different because to me when you when you say that i think of a person who like plays regularly because like i play apex on my phone it's like the weirdest thing but i still haven't tried it how do you like it I, i've been meaning to ask you about it's, that uh, uh, it, it takes some getting used to unless you have like a uh what is it the backbone t-bone leave me alone yeah, the, what is that thing? the backbone <laughs> it's called yeah, the backbone it, it's probably it, i probably need to get one of those it, it, it's probably yes. a more enjoyable experience if you have one of those so i don't want to like knock the game it's probably pretty fun if you have like that. i will say but, yeah the the backbone is definitely worth it i have one um i don't use it much nowadays but when i first got it i tried it out a bunch um and i would definitely recommend it 100 percent. 
Mm-hmm. And it fits on yeah, most phones, so yeah. But yeah, yeah man, I think, it's I think I'm gonna get one of those, man. Or like, you know, you're just taking a long trip. It's just certain times that I play. Like, I'm not a diehard like mobile gamer. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. But I respect the market. It's a big market, man. It is definitely a big growing market, though. Yeah, and I think that's you know it's interesting because I always like to take a look at what the company leaders are talking about because it kind of gives you like an idea of the vision that they have and you know a lot of the times we do talk a lot about game pass and how i think it's really changed the industry as like a service you know the end the service industry as far as like game streaming and stuff has really changed over the last like four to five years and you know there was another report that came out the game pass isn't growing as fast as they would hope um even though they have posted like revenue um numbers and stuff which doesn't mean that it's profit of course but you know, I, I really think the acquisition, the, the Activision acquisition was more about that part, like mobile gaming, than than just than just Call of Duty itself. I mean, of course, Call of Duty is important. We've talked about that. But, you know, I really wanted, you know, do you do you think that we could see a world where we get a Microsoft handheld? I mean, you look at like the Steam Deck, you look at uh, the Switch and, uh, there, and there's like a litany of other devices, handheld devices that you can play PC games on. Do you would you would you even want that first of all, and do you think that Microsoft might be thinking of entering into that part of the market? Um, that's a good question because you know we have these cult classics, right? Like it seemed like people really wasn't into them until they left, right? And for your for the people who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm specifically talking about like the PS the the Vita. Yeah, the Vita was legendary, man. Yeah, it seemed like it really, when it was out, it didn't seem like it was really making too much noise. But once they got rid of it, you know, there is a lot of people who will testify like that that thing was amazing. Um, So it depends, man. Like, I can see it, you know, especially like, with we gotta look at Nintendo for example, right? Uh, and I, I'm just curious to know because I don't want to speak on this like it's facts, but I wanna I really want to just put a poll out there to see how many people use their Nintendo Switch like on the go. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, like tra- most people, people who travel and whatnot. Sure. Yeah, because most people I know who have Nintendo Switches do not really use that feature. Like it's usually like stationary somewhere in their house but that's just the people i know i would love to if i could get like concrete numbers on that because i would kind of gauge that to see if i was microsoft i kind of gauge that and try to see like who's really 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 going to use this handheld device um i think a lot of people want to like jump into the fray because you do have the uh what's the joint came out by steam the uh steam deck mm-hmm so the Steam Deck seems to be doing great. And I think a lot of people just want to jump on this boat. And I think they really need to think about that before they do it. Because somehow Xbox is going to link this to Game Pass. Somehow, some way, right? <laughs> because we just got we just got news, and I don't want to jump the gun here, but we just got news that the numbers have kind of they didn't go down, they're just stagnant right now. So, of course, they're going to try to tie that in into um, the Game Pass. I do feel like Game Pass eventually will start having movies and other things on it. But I don't know, man. I It wouldn't affect me either way. Like, if they decided to do a handheld, I probably wouldn't get it, to be honest with you. Um, I just really don't feel the need, like, to have it. One thing I think would be cool, though, because with the xCloud and then having a handheld system... You know, it'll give you more options to, you know, kind of enjoy that feature. But I don't know, man. It 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 would probably be a pass for me. I'm gonna stand on that. I'm not gonna flip flop on an issue. I'm gonna give it a hard pass for me. I just I respect I'm, that. I'm not a handheld guy, man. I'll just be honest with you. Yeah, you know I'm, that's the thing, right? Like, I have a Switch, and you know, I've had it for. Gosh, man, maybe two, two, maybe three, going on three years. 
Um, mm-hmm. Haven't played it much. Um, honestly, my wife and, and kids play it more than I do. You know, they play a lot of Animal Crossing, but I will say that they play it in handheld mode. They don't really like to play it while it's docked to the TV. Um, mm. For a few different reasons, you know, that, that she feels like she can see better. She likes the, you know, ability to just kind of like relax and just play, you know, don't have to sit up and feel like you're, you know, tense playing, you know, and it, it just, it's, it's just very interesting. And I keep telling myself, I want to play with one more. And that's why I was kind of curious to get a steam deck because I, I really do feel like there's, we're getting to this point with technology, you know, internet's getting better. Not for everyone, of course, you know, I know there are still some people who don't have optimal internet choices either you know because of where they live or you know maybe can't afford it but you know x cloud is becoming more prominent streaming technology is becoming more prominent and i and i really feel and this isn't to say i and i agree with you i i don't think they should do it let me say that i don't think we should have an xbox centric um handheld i i I really don't think that's a part of the market that they're gonna look to enter because you know we I mean, just look at how they're focusing on services, you know, Game Pass. It seems like Game Pass is the one thing that Xbox markets more than the games themselves. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I could see a world where they partner with like Steam to be like, hey, you know, you can install a Game Pass app. Um, you, I mean, you can already run Game Pass on the Steam Deck if you install Windows, but maybe they'll figure out some sort of integration or something. Um, they've worked with Nintendo already, so I could see them taking that route, and I think that's what they will end up doing. But I just think it's kind of it's kind of cool to see the handheld market kind of revitalize itself after, I mean, so many years. I mean, it's really only been the Switch the last like five plus years. Um, but it's cool to see. I mean, it's definitely interesting. Um, you know, just like you know, we always try to like I said we always try to highlight other things. Like it's not just about console wars, especially with Microsoft. They're thinking like. 10 20 years down the road how this is going to affect gaming and i really could see a world where you know the the form factor on devices keeps getting smaller and eventually people are playing like you know elder scrolls 8 and they're in their on their handheld on the way to work or something you never know that'd be cool yeah could it be we're just the old guard (laughs) the old van yeah i I was about to say yeah (laughs) i would love to hear from a younger group of people because maybe their op uh maybe their opinions are different Maybe they see these handhelds, like you said, maybe that's their thing. Like, I, I would love to look into that further before I make a comment on it. But to, like I said, with me, it's just um, not for you, right? Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm okay on it. I'm yeah, good. I mean, I think, like I said, I think there's definitely a market there. I mean, look at how well the Switch sells. You know, they're printing money over there. The Steam Decks you can actually order, I think, you don't have to get in line anymore. To order them i think you can just go on and buy one now which is cool yeah people yeah i've been seeing um, people like all over online and it seems like they're very accessible now and mm-hmm. easy to get but it'd be cool online. to just maybe like get my hands on one just to kind of see like maybe next year i'll save up and buy one and and really just like put it through its paces and see how i kind of feel about it you know because i grew up playing like you know nintendo handhelds you know it's game boys game boy color you know nintendo ds and I don't I know if I can. of those. I don't and know. Like maybe maybe we miss it, man. You know. I don't know. I think my. <clears throat> I think the DS was like probably the one that I like played the most because I I had Game Boys. Yeah. I had uh, what was it Game Gear. Um, Game Gear. Yeah, I had all that, man. I had it was another one that what was it? It was a very. I can't think of the name of it right now but yeah i had quite a few handhelds in my day and like i said even back then you know i really didn't stick with them you know what i'm saying it was more or less like uh, a christmas gift or something that my mom got me and i was just kind of like oh cool it was like cool then it sat around because on the same token i mean i always had um multiple gaming consoles at the same time so yeah, it was just kind of a thing that was cool for the moment. You know, your friend saw you with it. You were the the man in school or the lunchroom or whatever. <laughs> Everyone's crowding around just, you to watch you play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, beginner phases of a gamer's life, bro. You know, oh, man. So like, oh, you got it. You got this. Like, you was the man on your block. Like, if you had a handheld, but maybe yeah, it's all man. kind. Maybe it's all kind of coming full circle. You know, like it's like I said, it seems like that part. 
that's already kind of coming back into play. I mean, you already kind of had that mobile handheld kind of thing with tablets, but you know, we're starting to get devices specifically designed for it. And maybe, you know, the generation behind us or two behind us will start playing with them at, you know, young ages. We'll see. It's cool mm-hmm. to see, man. But, you know, shout out to Microsoft for, and Papa Phil for speaking his piece, man. Um, the last thing he touched on was meta and the metaverse and how he feels it still has like a long way to go. Um, I tend to agree with him on that. I'm not really a big fan of meta and, and 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 the metaverse. I'm not a believer. Wait, what did, man. He he said it was dusty. Like, yeah, he said he it was say? like it was a it was a something. <laughs> I don't want to misquote him. Hold on, let me see. I had the article pulled up, but he said something mm-hmm. about it being like a bad playground or a bad game or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like bang bang bang. Damn, <laughs> Papa Field out here shooting shots, bro. Yeah, it was, he he took some shots, man. And I, I don't mean, think he like. Uh, I don't think he likes Zuckerberg, bro. I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna be real. There's a long list of people that seem not to. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm gonna throw it out there, man. Yeah. Look, we we're not a blog site here. I'm just gonna say it though. I don't think he like old boy. He doesn't seem to be well liked in the uh, in the tech and business world. But I don't know, man. I'm not really like I said, man. I'm not really like a believer in Meta. What do you? How do you kind of feel about Meta? Like we've never really kind of talked about Meta and VR and man, you know, look. I just, I am a weirdo, right? I don't like who I don't like who it's coming from, but I do enjoy the idea of Meta. Like I don't like Zuckerberg either for various reasons that I won't get into, <laughs> but you know, the idea and the concept of it to me is very freaky, weird, and I'm like this is the future that I always thought of when I was a child. Right. Like being in a in this um utopia this digital utopia is just like crazy to me just to think of that like to disconnect from the world so much but on the same side of that i think we're already kind of just too disconnected from the world as it is being a person who's like dating and like i could just like get into all of that and how i feel like as humans, I feel like we don't really communicate with each other face to face enough. If that right. makes sense. No, that does. So you 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 spot on, man. Like it's scary, but it, it's interesting. But I don't. At the same time, I don't want people to get so far disconnected from each other to to the point where this is all that we're depending on. Mm-hmm. Because you see it now, like. Um, I used to play the game. What was that game? Life. Um, I think it's called Life. Uh, Second Life. What the name of the game? The Second yeah, Life. When yeah. basically, essentially, you're just in this virtual world. Yeah, where you can you get can, a job, and yeah, that's, yeah, you that's could the literally, game, yeah. yeah, you could earn money in game, and it could transfer to like real money in real life. The like, ultimate RP is what I used to call that weird game. Yeah, it was it was RP before like. GTA like RP like it was like serious like high level yes it is it is it's still a thing it's never gonna stop like uh curiosity got the best of me when I was younger and this is how long this junk been around because I believe I believe at the time when I started playing this game I was living overseas at this time oh my god it is yeah it is I (laughs) I found the website oh my goodness Yes, it is. It is. And, you know, like, it was, like, interacting with people. I'll just say this. Like, there's some very seedy individuals. It's it's weird. Like, oh, man, it's so much. You can order <laughs> a know. premium version of this. So they you can subscribe in different tiers and get yeah, specific yeah. bonuses. This is too much. It's never gonna go anywhere, and it's very wow. popular. It's one of those things that's popular, but you don't know about until you speak to someone. Like we're talking right now, yeah. like people probably won't even know what the hell like Second Life is. Then they'll listen to us and look it up. Like, what the hell is this? I will like, definitely say to our listener audience, I'm getting weird vibes from this. So, yep, we're gonna close oh, no, that. It's some, it, it, it's some, it's it, it, it's wholesome. But all I'll say is it's a it's a lot of debauchery, I mean, unsavory activity that goes on. Yeah, I mean, there. just like the addiction factor. Like, that looks like something that 
it's very easy for someone to just kind of fall into and that and i guess that kind of proves your point right there right like exactly you you, exactly. you have you just like you said you know humans are very sensory you know eyes touch taste and i think you know especially what phil was hitting on you know he believes that the future of that is investing more in, in in more engaging content and not just having people sit in like business offices and vr and you know i could definitely see you know uh I don't want to say like dystopian, but like a world where, you know, most people mostly communicate through screens or in virtual spaces. Like, I think we're a long way away from that. I hope that's not the ultimate future of humanity, but I mean, we could eventually hit that kind of place. And it is kind of scary to think about, um, you know, when you, when you put that thought like that, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Cause I remember like when I was playing it, it was just like, it was it was like because it was a curiosity i don't know how the hell i came across it and i was running that junk on my shitty laptop like it was <laughs> it wasn't the best experience just because of um the laptop i was running it on but yeah like i like you start bartering with people you build up like i built up a little house then i had like a business and it was just like at the time, like when I was overseas, I really didn't have like too much to do at the time. If I wasn't flying out somewhere, because my job would, would like fly me different places or whatever, but my home station, it was kind of boring. So I really yeah. didn't have anything to do. So that's how I like came across that. Like if I wasn't playing Xbox, because the thing is like at the time in the UAE, also the internet is poo. And they also, they block a lot of stuff. So you had to, that was my first experience with like using VPNs to get around shit. Cause yeah. like they literally block, boy, they a block like Victoria's Secret site. Like anything showing skin, block. So, you know, playing like my online, it was kind of hard playing with my friends because of this, the, the, the connections were so shitty. I'm pretty sure all that's probably amazing now, but back then. But yeah, so I got into this game and like I said, it's a lot of unsavory shit on there as well, man. Like you get, it's like if your kids are like adults, uh, parents listening. If your kids just happen to be playing this game, just make sure like you know what they're getting into because there's a lot of shady people and um, like I'll just I'll, I'll say it, man. There's like sex cults and shit on this game. Like, oh, like kids, right? oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, they have like orgies and everything. It's wild. Okay, so watch your kids if they're playing this game. Like people are, it's uh, I've met like so many weird people. It was such a weird experience. I only played it for like, mm, about half, like five to six months. Then I got back on my Xbox 360 because I just was like, okay, I didn't even want nobody seeing me play that because it, it got too weird for me. Like I met some people and I just didn't like them. So. But that's that, man. My Probably goodness feel. gracious, Second Life, don't play it. Um, we'll just say that. <laughs> Let's just it's not, strange. Yeah, just don't play it. Um, but yeah, man, the metaverse is definitely going to be, it's, you know, the the Web3 monster and all this stuff. Like, I, I we'll see, man. I it didn't want to turn in more into like a doomsday talk, but um, it's interesting. Like, meta, the, the whole metaverse thing is, is definitely interesting. But shout out once again to Papa Phil and Xbox, man. I think we'll definitely see how this kind of shapes out over the next couple of years um we need games though phil 2023 is coming hopefully we have some nice exclusives for game pass <sighs> i'm i'm kind of let that boat sail don't don't leave us high and dry again man mm -hmm. you know what xbox is like the lions to me right now it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's show and prove at this point right now like i'm a I'm an Xbox to the end of time, but like right shout now, out, shout like, out to the Detroit Lions, man. If you guys are listening, one pride. Man. I got my look. I got my Barry uh, college jersey on. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> this thing, it, and I'm telling you, it got some weight to it. This thing is pretty toasty, man. Because it's pretty warm. Heavy is the head that wears the crown, man. That's what they say. Man, hey, get Barry a ring, bro. Come on, dog. <laughs> he deserves it. He, he dedicated so much of his life to this organization, man. Sheesh. Every time I see him, I'm just sad. That's funny. <laughs> Speaking of organizations, we're going to shoot right on over to the comics and, and movie world um, for our next topic, man. Ooh, so we, got, we finally got some confirmation on 
the potential future of the DCU, DC Cinemat, DCCU, whatever you want to call it. Um, they have hired their Kevin Feige. Um, James Gunn will be the head, co-head of DC with Peter Safran. I hope I'm saying your last name right. Um, man, this is this is pretty interesting, I have to say, man. James Gunn has definitely had a, a very interesting path through the film industry over the last 10 plus years. Um, how, how are you kind of feeling about this, man? Cause I know, you know, we talked about you going to see black Adam. You were thinking about it. Um, are you kind of excited for this man? Um, are you a fan of his films? Do you think DC might actually put something together? Wait, what's I'm drawing a blank here. What were some of the films that he did? So he did the guardians, so guardians of the names. galaxy one and two. Okay, okay. Um, and he did the latest suicide squad or where I believe his latest films. He's done a bunch of more. I actually have his IMDb up. Um, yeah, I am horrible with names. Um, yeah, so he did, I, I like did both of the Guardians. He did... Oh, he, he directed Slither? Oh, man, that movie's gross. Um, <laughs> he, oh, my God. I, I did not know that. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, Suicide Squad um, and the Guardians movies. And he worked on uh, the Avengers films as well, but... Um, yeah, man, I, I'm not really too shocked by this. Um, I think it's a W for DC. Um, I mean, let's just be honest, man. They've, they've been pretty irrelevant when it comes to, you know, you can't help but compare them. They haven't them. found their identity. Yeah. I feel like they just haven't found their own identity. Me, personally, I feel like they shouldn't take the Marvel approach of trying to, like, blend all these movies together. I personally think that they really should just think about making movies, just individual superhero movies. Like they don't all have to lead up to some big bad or connect. Like, I think they really just need to like, that's just one option. That's just what I think. One option, sure. like that would be one option. They just kind of make standalone movies and maybe have a few crossovers. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't, try to rinse, copy, and repeat what Marvel is doing. And I think by them acquiring this guy, because I, I'm looking at some of the movies too, and the majority of the movies, I didn't even know this guy had a hand in, and the majority of the movies I like, like I love Guardians of the Galaxy 1. It was one of my sleeper movies. I didn't think yeah. I was gonna like it that much, but I really do. Part two was okay. It wasn't bad to me, but it wasn't part one. So just like, I don't know, it's, it's unlimited potential. We'll see what he does because DC seems to be a little more, a little bit darker than Marvel, you know, when it comes to like them slapping their Marvel yeah, they... humor across everything. So I would love to see that, that mixture of what he brings to the table. It could be a step in the right direction, definitely. And, and Black Adam is like so confusing, right? Because it's like a 50-50 from what I, I, I've seen online and, and speaking with people in person. It's like either you love it or you hate it. It, it seems like there's it's no like a, gray area. Uh, I just looked at it yesterday. Rotten Tomatoes has it at, I believe, 90 audience score. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Black Adam. I'm gonna watch I mean, it eventually. I just yes, and so the audience loves it. It has a ninety percent, but the critics mm -hmm. gave it a forty percent. So maybe it is good. <laughs> maybe it, it, it is. Maybe it is. It seemed like it's having that Call of Duty effect, right? Because the critics pretty much took a dump on Call of Duty's campaign, while everybody was like, "What the hell are they talking about? Like that campaign is fire!" Like I haven't met a person yet who said anything bad about the new Call of Duty campaign. Like, people love it, and but the critics are killing it. Like, so, but that just goes to show you, like, you gotta really look at these critics and really ask yourself, like, do you really even play games? Like, sometimes I just wonder, like, are you really, Do like, you enjoy the things you are critiquing is the biggest thing I wonder. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't enjoy exactly. the genre that you like reviewing being the way you are <laughs> but exactly. no i mean exactly. i honestly man i i can't say because of spoilers but they did announce it that 
Henry Cavill's coming back to Superman. Um, he, you know, he put out an announcement hey, at about this it, point, which was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm actually pretty excited about that. And I'm going to say for people who don't know me, I am a notorious Superman hater. Um, hate, 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 mm, hate. You an angry Joe going to be beefing, bro. Um, but I will say as far as like actors and movies go, Man of Steel is my favorite DC film. And the thing that I think that DC does well with a lot of their, some of their, a lot of their comic book lines of properties is they, they, they really do tell compelling stories with the heroes that are reviewed as like gods or godly creatures. Um, but I think James going to bring an interesting spin to it. I mean, you know, he's definitely has the track record, you know, working through the MCU of, you know, successful films, just like, you know, we just rattled off a few, just a few of them that he's done. Um, I'm just curious to see, man. Like, let me, let me ask you a question. I do have one question, man. Do you have one movie, TV show, animated film, whatever you want it to be, one hero that you would love to see come to the big, big, big screen from DC? Mm, from DC, man, DC. And this is what makes me mad about DC. Um, DC has, <laughs> I just, I like, I really just kind of converted to DC like maybe a couple of years ago. Sure. Maybe a couple of years ago. Let me talk to the mic, sorry. Um, that's a good question. Let me see. Someone to come to the big screen from the DC universe. Hmm. 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 That's a very good question because there's a lot of people. Wow. You know what? I would love to see like some. I'm. This is just me and being story driven, like a story driven person. This may not be for everybody, but like I would love to see something along the lines of. And I know he's already been in movies, but I, I've I've said this a billion times. I just want to throw it out there and see what you think. And then I'll give you an answer for another character. Sure. Nah, um, no, we can say, hey, man, whatever. Let's say, okay, we can say a movie sequel. We can, we can I would love to see, like, the uh, origin or backstory for, like, Lex Luthor. I, I just want to know. Ooh. Like, because I know, um, uh, man, what was that? What series? What show was that where he was on? Was it The Flash I was? He made a brief appearance on? I'm thinking the WB's flash. No, he he's been in a a few days. So he was on. I mean, Lex Luthor, Luthor was in the the Smallville CW show. He he, there was somebody who played him in a film recently. Uh, gosh, man. I want to see Latest. like him growing up. How did he be like come into power and like like I would just love to see like a like some kind of like origin story. It don't really even have to be a movie. It could be like a. Jesse Eisenberg played him in uh, Justice League. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Because if you think about it, Lex Luthor is like a dark version of Batman. Like, he's really just a human with a lot of freaking money. Like, and he's you a know smart. What I'm he's a smart, yeah, driven. He's a good foil to Superman because he's not just like you say. He's not powerful in the way of like physical strength, but. I actually would love that, man. Movie. That's actually a really good idea. I would love to see like a TV show, like you could just like you said, turn into like a um, like they did with um, maybe like a younger version of Lex, just like you said, like they did with Gotham, the Gotham TV show. They showed yeah, all yeah, the villains. Yeah, like that would actually exactly. be really good. And I think that's something that they could. I mean, maybe DC will start to move more into the TV space because I liked I liked um, what was the show that came out recently? with the guy from Suicide Squad that um, the wrestler played. Oh my gosh. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I am drawing a blank. Uh, I, uh, I need to get better. I freaking. Max. He was uh, in the latest Suicide Squad movie. My word. You talking about his John Cena. Yeah, the right? John Cena played him. Um, um, um. What? Oh, his name is right there. Oh, John man. Cena played him. Um, Peacemaker. Thank you. Oh my gosh, Peacemaker. Thank you. Oh my we word. We need to lay off the stuff. Oh, 
getting old, guys. Memories fading. <laughs> but no, nah, man, I, I thought about I, I that like helmet. I was like, <laughs> I could picture the show. I just couldn't remember the name. But yeah, Peacemaker was great, man. Um, you know, I, I thought it was, I thought it was incredible. But you then you look at stuff like Titans. You know, I'm not a fan of Titans personally. I didn't enjoy it. I don't know if you've seen any of it. Um, I wouldn't. I was gonna it. say my my second. Um, I watched like two episodes, fell off of it. But I was gonna. I was actually going to say my second choice would actually be a Beast Boy standalone. That would, would like be cool. See, I would like to see a Beast Boy because I feel like you could hit a, a, a different like demographics with Beast Boy because it's like it's crazy because his story is kind of sad, but he's kind of like a loose character. Like he's kind of like sure, you know, he has like you wouldn't think that his backstory was so sad because of the way he acts. But I wouldn't mind like seeing that or or just like if you look into it like the more humanist like the human type characters, I think they could do a lot, even a lot with like a, a, a raven considering like how deep and you know complex her backstory is. You know what I'm saying? Or you could get a like a, you could get like a, a a different style of show with those like different genres too. You could play around with that. Yeah, I think especially with Raven, like a, you could do something like a thriller. I don't want to say like horror show, but something maybe a little bit darker just because of her past and powers. Um, shout out to Swoof in chat. He said, "Bring me Dog Welder from the DC universe," and I had to look look up who Dog Welder was. Um, <laughs> and according to the wiki, he is a member of Section Eight, which is a a team formed by an alcoholic superhero six pack. All right, so that, I would that would that's be interesting. amazing. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a, a dirty crime version, maybe like a wire superhero show or something. That would be interesting. Um, shout out to they Dog got Welder. a lot of they got a lot. <laughs> they have a lot of 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 characters. They have like I would want, I would say like underground characters or characters that you just don't. Yeah, really hear a lot from it's just like they like like you said how you know disney plus just seems to be loading up these um these we're, tv shows we're you know in what like I'm peak superhero i think we're getting close to the peak of what that's gonna turn into or give me something like blue beetle Give me something like out there like that. Like, yeah, and they canceled the Blue Beetle movie, so maybe maybe they're planning to do something different with that character. I mean, they basically have cleaned house, so I think they're gonna start from zero once the Flashpoint movie drops. Uh, hopefully, they change the Flash actor. I'm not gonna say why. You can Google for yourself, but I would love if Flashpoint was just like you know a, a clean slate you know you keep batman you keep uh the, the the guys playing batman i thought the batman was a great film um that could be a good starting off point for him you know you have your z year zero batman or year two batman he's young you could craft a story and just like you said do a couple of crossovers here and there um I got one. I got one hero. It doesn't have man. to be a forced, a forced. Crossover. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I think the storytelling's got to the point where, I mean, even with like the latest MCU shows, they've done, in my opinion, they've done a really good job of introducing characters, but not having the story focus on them being like a main part of the story. Like, you know, they'll guest star. Like with She-Hulk, you know, you had Wong and Abomination kind of guest star in the show and. It was kind of, you know, cool and funny, intelligent stuff. But, you know, I, I would love to see, and I hate to say this, and I know you're going to lose it laughing as soon as I say his name. <laughs> I would love to see a comedy show based off of Booster Gold. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see, give me a Booster Gold, kind of like She-Hulk, where they took the really hard comedy route. But tell me you wouldn't enjoy a superhero coming from the future to come back to be famous as a cop. That would be great, especially with James Gunn and his sense of humor. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. He's losing it, by the way. Our, our, for our audio oh, listeners, DC, DC shut down for a second. I had, to, I had to go on mute. <laughs> Not Booster, bro. I would love like, to see okay, Booster so, roll. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. I'm, so I'm rolling. I'm rolling, right? <laughs> Question here. Yeah. And then I got something else to add. Question. Who plays? Who plays him? 
Oh, that's a tough one. Who plays him? That's a, that's a tough one. Maybe you I know like what? what doing. You know, maybe Ryan Reynolds. He'd probably be first on my Ooh. list. He was Green Lantern, but we could pretend like that never happened. Well, they erased that from yeah, the Yeah, that's gone forever, right? So I think you could bring him in as Booster Gold. He he's charismatic. You know, he kind of has like that egotistical kind of sense of humor, that jerk, you know, jackass kind of sense of humor that Booster <laughs> has. I mean, look at him when he plays Deadpool, right? Like, I think this is the greatest idea. I'm just saying. <laughs> and as hey, much bro, as I, I, I loathe Booster Gold, but I think that would be ingenious. Why? Why? What? Oh, he's a char- He's a charlatan, God. man. He's a charlatan. <laughs> he's a fake. <laughs> he's not a real hero. <laughs> Bruh, you know. Oh my God! I hate this man, yeah. bro. Booster Gold. You should be him for Halloween next year, bro. Oh, done, Boost. done. Somebody, somebody, clip down. this. You know, write this down. I'm going write to write it be down, Booster now, bro. Booster Gold. You can look. Oh my God! I'm just looking at pictures of him. He's such a <laughs> d bag. Booster Gold. Bro. Is, he's a he's a jerk, man. You would love to see some adaptation of Dark by Dark Knights. Uh, Swoop says. But you know what? To cover different ranges. Be- I think you might be on to something here. Yeah. Because you 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 know this movie can cover or even you, if it's you, a show. you hit that angle of people that you know like that kind of sense of humor with Marvel with MCU. Mm-hmm. Cuz as much as people want to paint these two entities against each other, I mean James Gunn already said the first person he he came out and said the first person he called was Kevin Man and Kevin's happy for him and they want to Eventually, like maybe they'll do some some DC and Marvel crossovers. That'd be cool. That stuff has happened in the because comics. Because Darius, the only beef between anything only lives on the internet. Yes, I try to tell you, comics are awesome, be- man. I I personally want them to succeed because I think, like I said, as it stands, I think DC, a lot of their comic book storylines right now are personally, in my opinion, humble opinion. A lot, a lot better right now than what Marvel has minus X Men. X Men, I think, is the best comic book storyline going right now. Uh, because X Men is so X Men. X Men is having right a now. a renaissance, and I love it. Oh man, they are it. cleaning house, quote unquote. Yeah, they're having a a great renaissance. Uh, Swoop, yeah, Swoop just brought up another one, Batman Who Laughs. That could be incredible, but I think we'll get there eventually with them. And you know, congrats to to James, man. Like I said, he's definitely had a a very storied career and he continues to add accolades to it man i'm a fan of his films as well and i'm excited for whatever they got cooking over at dc um we'll and dc see, will pull it off too if dc did a batman who laughs they will throw like a rated f on it like they don't I <laughs> they think have they to don't. if they do dark knight's metal they have to yeah that has to be a mature because yeah, some of those I, stories I think, you can't yeah write enough to yeah. you know yeah because that now, this is what mature. This is what I want to throw into the fray too, right? Because I feel like I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy covered like a, a, a space niche when it first dropped. Like, because sure. basically, you know, Marvel was pretty much, for the most part, centered like mainly on Earth, right? And I think like Guardians took them. To yeah, the I was gonna say yeah, they they definitely expanding that for sure. Yeah, so I think, I mean, quote me if I'm wrong. I feel like Guardians kind of took them into that, the, into the great space race, you know. And my thing with that is, I feel like I just feel like DC. What like, what can they like do or come out with that has that similar effect? Because it's hard. Oh, that's to easy. That's easy. You start with Green Lantern and the Green Lantern Corps. Aren't they remaking it, correct? I think they are. There's definitely, I think there's multiple Green Lantern projects from what the rumors are. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's where you you, you have to start with Green Lantern. I mean, you talk about iconic superheroes. There's been multiple different ones. Now, where they start, I'm not sure, man. I would personally love to see, and I believe Jon Stewart is the one I'm thinking of. Also, uh, Swoof yes. did make a it, Swoof did make a good point because it could be an animated series because DC does amazing. That would be great, movies. and then they wouldn't have to censor it. That would be incredible. Mm-hmm. They've done mature DC films before. That's actually a really, really good idea. 
But yeah, man, I would love to see a Jon Stewart. Um, and I know we keep saying TV shows, but in my opinion, I think it's a great way to introduce characters and you get more hours of storytelling versus like a two and a half hour movie. So give me a Green Lantern Corps TV show, man. I would love that. Like maybe have, you know, and do it, do it, you know, screw it. Do an origin story. Show Hal getting this ring and his trials and tribulations in the first season. Let's let's keep it pretty straightforward, but tell something a compelling story, man. And I think, you know, you I mean, have that introduction there. Like maybe not introduce him to the Green Lantern Corps until later on, but just just like you said, you want to hint at that idea of space. I mean that I don't think they're gonna right. have a, a problem with that. I think you know they they have more like cosmic entities and heroes and stuff than that are pretty prominent so I, I think you hit the nail on it because what tv shows allow um these entities both like marvel and dc to do is it gives them like you said more hours and so you're not trying to compact a whole story you can make a season out of into two hours that's where a lot of these movies um i feel like they they miss the ball because they're trying to cram too much into like two hours um yeah or they can do like mm, what's a good example oh i'm gonna go back like they can do what transformers the cartoon movie did like in 86 you know the show actually like led up to the actual movie and then after the movie dropped the show continued off of the movie oh like so, a tie-in yeah yeah that yeah, would be cool yeah. too so just to give them a little more options to play with because i think that's what hit a lot of these movies like and they miss because it's like yeah oh we try to cram all this in and people like you know look at it and they're like oh well they missed this or they missed that you know what i'm saying so certain shows and i definitely think with the deep lore and how many people are in the the green lantern corpse or whatever or core and they would definitely need a show. Yeah. I think a show. Certain things just calls for a show. Like, I think that would definitely be one of them. So, yeah. I mean, you want to give that stuff time to breathe. And I think, or I hope, it, it, once again, and th this is why I think that they, they hired him, they hired James, is because, you know, D Marvel has been doing it for 10 plus years at this point. I mean, well, uh, yeah, 15 years at this point. Like they, they know how to thread stories and build up to these big moments and they don't rush, you know, they definitely aren't rushing with these latest phases to do that now. Um, they're letting stuff, it, it, seems, it feels like they're letting stuff breathe. They're giving shows their own, their own space and time to really let people enjoy them. And, you know, I think a TV show is perfect for that. So, you know, once again, shout out to DC and James Gunn and, and his uh, new, partner in crime peter who's going to be focusing more on like production and business uh but they're reporting directly to the new warner brothers discovery ceo so you know head honcho is is in on it so we'll see you know we probably won't see like any major changes for the first few years um like his fingerprints or dna on things so you know it's very very exciting to see what's to come but yeah that's it man you know two topics two big ones though you know that took up um, almost an hour uh, which is awesome you know I, I feel like you know as time goes on and these these other things are, are happening man it's important to talk about these things because i i love talking about comic books i could sit here and talk about them all day but um i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna talk a year off man i just want to say thank you guys for hanging out for episode 129 as always um once again, man, make sure you guys are checking out the YouTube, man. YouTube.com slash Darius the Artist, man. I've been uploading a lot of videos there. I'm working on some larger scripts. It's going to take me a little bit longer to work on these videos. Um, but I promise you they will be worth it. I'm having a blast over there. Check out your boys Gundam Evolution Road to New Type series. It's going crazy right now. Um, I lost the last. I ended my eight-game win streak, but that's going to be it, man. You can find me everywhere. Darius the Artist, where it is at three. And DC, take us home, baby. Well, 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 I am at a loss for words here, but hey, you know, <laughs> if you guys, if you guys want to hear us talk about um, more things comic, uh, comic books, comic, uh, let us know, man. Um, like yes. I said, um, I, I look to Darius for all my comic uh, info, anime, uh, manga, all that good stuff. Um, but 
he he has a passion for it, and I love talking about it too. I, I know a little. I know some things. I was about but, to say, man, you you know you know more than than you give yourself credit for. But hey, if that's a, if if y'all like the content, if y'all want to hear more, uh, let us know, guys. Let us know, and also um, big YouTube push like I will forever announce in every episode. So get on over there, get that watch time up. Um, I was looking at some statistics, and man, YouTube is a grind, but. We'll make it happen. It's fun. Uh, we'll oh, definitely make it fun, happen. Though. It's so fun. I've been enjoying the Gundam uh, videos myself. I've been watching them. Um, one thing YouTube need to work on, and hear me, YouTube, uh, please, man, get those notifications fixed. I don't get none of my notifications from anyone. Like you, BZ, everyone I have marked, yeah. I have to just kind of like go check you guys' page. And that's why it's important to, 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 to cross-promote people. Because, like, Darius, when you post your stuff, I see it. I'm like, oh, yep. there's a video. Or you or BZ. Oh, there's a video. BZ, like, you know, y'all both also put your stuff in your your respective discords. So there's other ways people can see it. If, if that's the tip of the day, then that's the tip of the day. Like, put your cross-promote um, everywhere. But also, don't just have a social media where that's all you see. Kind of engage in your social media at least a couple of times a day. You know, even if it's a conversation with someone, if there's a post you engage with, uh, especially Twitter, because people can see when you um, interact with other people, you know, it comes up on your feed. So your feed is just not, oh, YouTube. Be YouTube, a person. YouTube, YouTube, be a YouTube. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, be a person. you have to be, because I know, like, be a real live person on the internet. <laughs> the thing is, I'm trying to find like what I'm doing is because I don't want to be on the internet, be I mean social media and stuff because the negativity. But I have to kind of be on social media for what for what we're trying to build. So what you do to kind of counteract that is start to tailor your timeline. Like there's things that I mute, you know. There's ways you can keep kind of the negativity at bay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, be mindful who you follow, you know, who's like, you know, because when you follow someone, whatever they retweet, post, it comes up on your timeline. If they're looking at a lot of bullshit, you're going to see what they're looking at. So kind of get into a um, into a bubble of like-minded people would be my advice to anyone who's trying to grow. And you might, ne you might not necessarily be, because there's a lot of people not internet or social media people but they want to be in this game and this game requires you to kind of be out there. So that would be my little quick advice. And I'm not going to talk you guys ear off. That's all I have. We'll, 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 we'll try to drop more advice too, because we're learning as we build the empire. So, you know, just stick around and ride with us, man. I'm telling you, things are going to happen here and you're going to remember this moment, this moment right here. We are going to remember. And we're going to so like, be a person. Uh, be a person on the internet, guys. Be a human. Thank Again, you. be a respectful human, assholes. Be a good person. Thank you guys for hanging out for the audio version. That's going to be end of here, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Bye-bye. <laughs>